You've worked hard to get to where you are, and you deserve all the prestige that comes with the title of being a doctor, but don't let the clout go to your head. You are not a one-man show, and you definitely need help from other people in your daily practice to make things run smoothly and to keep your patients happy. Welcome to the White Coat Academy podcast, your source for all things personal and professional development as a new healthcare provider. Join me, Dr. Emily Funk Reynolds, as we navigate the challenges young doctors face in treating patients today and work to better ourselves beyond our clinical care. As a doctor, you are most likely part of a healthcare team, and I know medicine is moving more towards group practice these days and we're seeing greater interdisciplinary care but even if you are a solo practitioner or you're in an office where all the doctors are the same kind of doctor as you I'm willing to bet that you're probably not the only people that work there there's probably other staff members like nurses assistants and even front office staff I cannot stress enough the importance of these people and the impact that treating them well can have on your daily practice and life. I think a lot of times young doctors may not realize this, but it's super important to treat your staff and the people that work alongside of you with respect and appreciation. I think in our training, we've all had that experience with an attending or a faculty member in school or in residency who just made you feel like you were a peon and that you were there to serve them and anything you did was stupid, inadequate, and you could basically never impress them. And I think when you're a new doctor, because you have felt that feeling before and so freshly so recently i think we're less likely to treat people poorly and that's a great thing but i think it's also really important to make a conscious effort to treat those people like our pas nurses hygienists in dentistry well If you think of your practice like the human body, I think the doctor could be considered the brains and the heart of the operation. However, the rest of the staff is everything else. And if you were just a body with a brain and a heart, yes, you could function, you would be able to think and as long as the heart is pumping blood, you would survive. But if your legs weren't working, if your sensory organs weren't working, you wouldn't have a very fulfilling life. And I think the same is true of practice. If you're missing that staff piece, yes, you can function as a practice and you can get through the day and treat your patients But to have a great experience, the whole body needs to be working properly. And the best way to keep the body working properly is to take care of it.
your team is your support. When you walk into the room, the patient is likely already there. All the materials that you need are set up. Your assistant knows your preferences. They have all of your instruments ready and waiting for you. That is such a small thing that makes a really big difference. And I think if you're a recent graduate, you can appreciate that because when you're in school, a lot of times we, I know for me in dental school, we didn't have that. So we set up all of our materials and instruments and got everything ready for ourselves. And when you first transition into private practice or into becoming an attending, you you notice that. You feel like you are living a life of luxury and you know, you have everything there that you need it. There's all these extra steps that you don't have to do. You can just focus on the procedure and the patient. But I think it's easy once you've experienced that for a year or two to take it for granted. So I think it's important to keep that in perspective and make sure that you are appreciative of the people who are making your day smooth. And I don't think you have to do anything crazy. I think, you know, a lot of doctors do treat their staffs really well and they do, you know, great team building things for them. They give them nice gifts at Christmas time and all of that is great. But as a young doctor, you are probably not a practice owner. You are probably, you know, working for somebody else or in a healthcare system. So you probably are not quote, their boss or their uh, direct report, and you may not have the power or the financial means to do things like that. And honestly, I don't know that you necessarily need to. I think the power of a thank you goes a really long way. Just letting people know that you see what they're doing and you appreciate them for it I have noticed that it's made a really big difference uh, for me in my interactions with our assistants and the people in sterilization in my residency to just take time to engage them, find out their names, ask how their weekend was, just be a human and show common courtesy and that can have an amazing impact on their view of you and help them to make you a priority to make sure that you always have the things that you need because ultimately we all want to feel like we are needed and that we're doing a good job so if you tell somebody that you appreciate what they're doing they will be more likely to make an effort to please you no one is going to go out of their way to do what they can for you if you don't even pick up your head or say thank you when they hand you something. So even if you aren't in the position to do anything elaborate because of your status or your means at your early first doctor job, try to make a habit of just acknowledging people and engaging with them so that This habit kind of carries over when you are maybe in a position where you are more removed from the people doing the more menial tasks or you are at the point where you can have the means to do something more concrete. I think it's just a good way and a good habit to 
make sure that you are staying grounded and not becoming one of those attendings that you experienced when you were in school who made you feel like less than dirt as a medical student or a dental student because it's not like one day you become that person it's gradual so I think you need to make a conscious effort to as you develop in your training and as a seasoned doctor to form habits that are going to make you into the doctor that you want to be when you're 40, 50, 60 years old. Another super important piece of this that I think a lot of young doctors don't think about is that the staff, the nurses, the PAs often have more contact with the patient than you do. And you want them to be your cheerleader. You want them to talk you up to their patients. You want them to have nothing but good things to say about you. And they will be way more likely to do that if they feel like you are a good person. Because ultimately, you're going to come in and see the patient. But before you see the patient, the nurse has been with them, you know, checking their vitals, finding out what their chief complaint is, and they have the opportunity to start that conversation. And if they come in and say, oh, you know, wait until you meet Dr. Emily. She's really nice and really helpful. I know that she'll be able to take care of your problem. That is just setting the stage for you to go in and have a successful office visit. And I think it's important because ultimately, you know, we are in healthcare. We want to help people. We want to do our best to cure disease and make our patients well. But also, patients have a choice in this country about where they receive their healthcare. So you need to be a little bit business minded and I hate to say sales oriented, but I think at the end of the day that that is the truth. You need to make your office and yourself be a place and a provider that patients want to go to. And your staff has a big part in that. They can convince a patient that you're the right one for the job. Oftentimes, a doctor will come in and then talk to the patient, explain maybe a procedure or something that they want to do. And then they'll leave the patient back with, let's say in dentistry, with the hygienist to finish their cleaning. And the patient will say to the hygienist, do you really think I need a crown? After the dentist had just told them that they did. And if your hygienist has a great relationship with you and they feel like you respect them, then they will back you up and can convince the patient that they should go through with treatment with you and that you will treat them well. But if your hygienist is kind of indifferent towards you and they think that you are mean and short with them, they're just going to be like, I don't know, that's what he said. So everything comes down to perception and the interaction that your staff has with your patients is really crucial. Not only do they, like I said, kind of back you up and talk you up, 
Also, the way that you treat them affects their mood, right? You know that if somebody treats you poorly, it's more likely to make you stressed out, angry, bitter. And when someone else interacts with you, you are less likely to be super courteous and sweet to them. However, if your staff feels like they have a great work environment and they're happy with you, they're more likely to be calm, nice, and considerate to patients because when people are in a good mood, they treat others well. So that's another way that you can increase your patient experience and make people more likely to want to interact with you. If your support staff likes you, they will want you to do well as a doctor. And I think this is super important when you're a young doctor and things may still be difficult for you or challenging procedures or patient situations may arise. If your staff has a high opinion of you, they will support you and help you to get through those tough situations. If you don't have that kind of relationship, then they will be way less likely to go the extra mile for you and, you know, work into their lunch a little bit if you're running behind, whatever it may be. You want them on your side so that they want to see you succeed because they will help you do that. At the same token, if you don't have a good relationship with their staff, it can even work against you and make them kind of make things more difficult for you to be spiteful or maybe they're not going that far as to do things that would actively hurt you, but they're not trying to help in any way. So, you know, they'll only get you things if you ask for them and they'll do it with a sigh and an eye roll and that's just not a comfortable work environment for anybody. So, if you can make your staff feel like you guys are on the same team, then your daily practice will just function so, so much better. And like I said, I know many of us are not in a position where we are going to be choosing staff and running our own practices, you know, anytime soon. But it's never never too early to get in the habit of being a good human and treating people well. It's something that takes minimal effort and honestly sometimes even when I'm frustrated when I make a conscious effort to be nice to other people it lifts my mood. So you know kind of like fake it till you make it. If you are making yourself say sweet things and do nice things, say a simple thank you. It's way less likely to help you keep you stewing in kind of a stressed out, overworked mode. And I know it's easy to let emotions get the best of you, but if you can make a conscious effort to treat people well and just show appreciation when they do things that are nice for you. I promise it will pay itself in dividends. I have already seen it myself, even with my limited experience. And honestly, it's something that costs nothing and takes very minimal effort. So I would encourage you, if you haven't really thought about this, to try it out. 
try to just engage with the people that you work with every day who are not the other doctors, but all the other people that are there to help make your healthcare team run smoothly and see if a smile, a thank you, asking how somebody's night was, things they did with their family can have an impact on the way that they treat you during clinical hours. I think you'll find that a little bit goes a long way. All right, guys, if you want to get more daily updates from the White Coat Academy, follow us on Instagram at the White Coat Academy. Also, it's about that time where I ask you to please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Share the podcast with your friends if you found it helpful so that we can continue to impact more young doctors and help out our colleagues. Alrighty, I'll catch you all in the next one. Bye, guys.